What's going on, beautiful people out there? Welcome to the Rhythms Podcast. So thankful that you could tune in today for our episode on Rule of Life Part 2. We talked about Rule of Life a few episodes ago and just feel like it's a conversation we need to have continually. And I'm really, really excited today because you get a chance to hear from one of my dearest friends in the world, and that is Daniel Davidson. Daniel is a dear friend, he's a ministry partner, and he's the director of Union Coffee Company, which is a nonprofit coffee shop based out of our church community in Greensboro, North Carolina. And really, really excited to have him on. Him and his wife have been practicing a rule of life for now over a year. And we're going to have a conversation today about what it's been like for them. So I hope that you enjoy this conversation with my good friend and the director of Union Coffee Company, Daniel Davidson. Well, Daniel, man, I'm so glad and happy and joyful that you have joined us on the Rhythms Podcast. In case you guys don't know, listening, which you may or may not, I'm not sure, Daniel is one of my closest and dearest friends here in Greensboro and um, partner in ministry and someone who I've been doing life with now for, I don't know what, man, like four years, maybe going on four years here pretty soon, which for for most yeah, for millennials, that seems like a, a long, long time, um, but it also feels like it was yesterday. So uh, if you've never met Daniel, you definitely need to. Daniel uh, is the director of Union Coffee Company, uh, a ministry of United City here in Greensboro, and that's a whole nother crazy cool story that he could get into, we could get into in another podcast episode. But today we are specifically talking about rule of life. But before we get there, Daniel, let me just give you a welcome to the Rhythms Podcast. Thank you. So happy to be here. Sweet. Well, it's good to have you. We're so pumped. Uh, He's also a big Tennessee fan. So I don't know if that's something that you need to celebrate or pray for him for or what. I'm not sure. But um, so we're talking definitely prayer. (laughs) So we're talking about rule of life today. And a few episodes ago, we did our first episode about rule of life and kind of defined what it is, where it comes from. It is a foreign phrase for many people. Um, But Daniel and his wife, Abigail, are are some incredible people who have been practicing rule of life for a little while now. And I felt like it would be helpful to get him on the podcast to just talk a little bit from a practitioner point of view, what his experience with rule of life has been like. Remember, our hope in these practices is that they shape us and form us in the way of Jesus. And a rule of life really is just a guide that helps to point us in that direction. Um, So with that being said, Daniel, why don't you just kind of share a little bit about rule of life and what that has looked like for you guys specifically? Sure. Um, We did our very first rule of life in January of 2020, um, which ended up being quite the year to have a, a rule of life that you are trying to um, practice. Um, yeah, what a great year to begin, right? Yeah, yeah. 
forethought, you know, the Lord knew that had lie to lay ahead with that. Um, we do, um, my wife and I, Abigail, do a joint um, rule of life. So we don't have an individual one that we, we haven't done individual ones. The ones we've done, we've, we've um, crafted together. Um, we practice it individually, but um, each um, a portion of it is, is a time that we both spend together, um, something that we do collectively. So it's been, co it's been cool to do that because not only um, does it help on an individual basis, it also helps um, from a marriage alignment standpoint and um, helping us grow closer to the Lord, um, both collectively and separately. So um, we did our, like I said, first iteration in um, early 2020. Um, we ended up at the end of the year, probably, at least for me, I'll, I'll just speak for myself, um, consistently doing about 20% of it and not consistently doing about 80% of it. Right. However, I don't consider that a loss because if you look at it, you know, that's 20, that's the 20% of new habits that I have gained and formations that have been gained um, over that time span that weren't there before. So it's moving um, in the right direction. The progress. Um, <laughs> Going into 2021, uh, Abigail and I sat down and basically redrafted the um, OG rule of life um, and put in some things where we, we now look over it on a quarterly basis um, just to, to see if there's anything that needs to be adjusted, see if there's any areas where, hey, we thought we could do this and didn't. Like in 2020, I said I was going to go to the gym, I don't know, seven times in a month. Mm. That didn't. I, um, can, uh, I, can, I can join you in that. Yeah, it's tough. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so that's a cool, cool structure we have in there. Um, just it helps us keep keep consistency. And we kept to the 20% that we were doing. And then you add in some more. And I, I or in theory, it, it continues to build and 20% becomes, you know, 30% or 40%. And the next thing you know, you're continuing to build and build on um, better formative habits. So you bring up something really unique that I love that we have not talked about in our prior episode. And that is developing a rule of life with someone else and making that a collective practice with either your spouse or it could be even a community or a group of friends, uh, companions, people who are kind of going in the same direction in terms of after the way of Jesus, the kingdom, all those things. Um, how has that been helpful for you guys to have a collective rule of life where it's not so individualistic, which let's be honest, we tend to do that in the West where our relationship with Jesus is this personal, private, just us and God kind of thing. But even to bring that into your marriage, and for some of you, maybe you even brought it into a larger community. Speak to that a little bit, how that's been formative for you guys. Yeah, I mean, I personally, for me, I would highly recommend it. I am um, not the best when it comes to keeping with new uh, or trying to form new habits, if that makes sense. I I'm a very habitual person, but forming new ones uh, is not exactly a strong suit of mine. Sure. So um, just on the, f on, on the front end, it helps with accountability. Something that, you know, we, when Abigail and I um, sit down and collectively um, formed this rule of life, I mean, there's daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, and annually sections that we do. And so there's, there's daily checkpoints, there's weekly checkpoints, and it's not um, accountability in the form to, um, um, harp or to belittle or to um, discourage it's um, again since we're both working on headed in the same direction it, uh, it's it's it helps it stick a lot a lot easier I think the chance of success is uh, a lot higher especially I mean 
I can just speak for myself. Um, without that accountability, I, like I said, who knows, maybe that 20% would have been 10 or zero. Maybe I would have made it to February, you know? So, sure. Well, let's um, be honest. I mean, a wife is like the best form of accountability in the world when it comes to things that are supposed to get quote unquote done, you know? <laughs> so there, there definitely is that. So that, that is really beautiful that it provides, um, a sense of accountability with someone who you are in close, intimate proximity with. Um, I love that. And so if you're listening and you're thinking about a rule of life and, and starting one, I would highly encourage you to do one with more than just yourself um, and go after it together as a form of accountability and check and just kind of like the gym idea, right? <laughs> like how many people honestly are able to be disciplined enough to go to the gym by themselves? Like it is a nightmare. It's a nightmare for me. There's no way. And even when you bring in a second person, sometimes it's tough because then you're letting each other down. But to have like an actual sense of accountability with a group is uh, is game changing. So um, some people are still probably a little bit confused in terms of what rule of life is and or means. And if this is the first time you're hearing it, go back to our previous episodes on the Rhythms podcast. You can listen to a conversation I had uh, with Jay Sykes about rule of life part one, where we talked about it a little bit in depth, but Daniel, how would you articulate a rule of life? Yeah. Um, definitely recommend that first um, episode. Uh, I think you and Jay did an excellent job articulating and really looking at history and, and what that structure looks like just on a, a general, very general high level summary for myself. Um, I think a rule of life um, like a guidepost or, or an aid or, or, you know, almost like a walking stick, you know, when you're hiking or something like that. So just a, mm. a, a really um, great tool for um, continuing to navigate um, all aspects of life um, in our um, pursuit of continuing to be like Christ. Um, and while of course there's no, it's, it's not going to be a, it's not a, it's not a race, to a finish line or a, Hey, I reached the top rung. It's a continual, um, uh, something you have to continue to do. And one of the reasons why we continue to edit our rule of life as seasons change as, as challenges arise, you know, we want, um, our, um, rule to, um, fit with that and the challenges of the time and, and, and continue to help, um, push us um, closer and closer to Jesus. So it's not, it's not one of those things that's, that, you know, um, oh man, I didn't do this or, or, or I have to do this. Like uh, ob, obligate, what's the word I'm looking for? Obligatory? Obligated. Yeah. Obligatory. Sure. Is that a word? Um, it is today. Yeah. We'll go, we'll roll with it. Um, not something, you know, you need to feel guilty about again, like I said, it's not that 80% didn't stick, you know, I'm not beating myself up about that. It's that I have now 20% more, habits that are continuing to form and, and, and help make me more like Jesus. So, um, yeah, long answer, but that's no, that's, yeah, that's good. And it's important to realize that we're not talking about rules, plural for life. We're talking about talking about a rule of life or a guide. Um, the original Latin word is regula and it has to do with like a trellis that really guides a vine in a certain direction. It's directional. It kind of provides guardrails essentially for our life, which, actually gives us a sense of freedom to be able to live and to um, flourish as humans in the way of Jesus. Um, talk a little bit about just some of the unique aspects of your rule of life specifically, like just give a couple of like Daniel and Abigail, here's a couple of things that are unique to us. Cause you even talked about, you know, the 80% and some of you probably are overwhelmed. Like, 
where do I even begin? And I think it's important to just start really, really small. And I know there's been a lot of, I think, study psychologically around just habits and how they impact us and even just small things. Um, so just share a couple of those that you have been really keen on since you guys began. Yeah, sure. Um, I will just echo what you said there. Um, we thought our first, our first draft back in early 2020 was, was, uh, pretty achievable and quickly found out that we needed to, to simplify even more. And when you're trying to form new habits, um, you don't look at it like, uh, like, Hey, here's an example. One of our uh, monthly ones right now in our current draft is, is, is back to the exercise thing is exercise four times a month. That's like one time a week. And some people look at that and go, are you serious? You can't even like exercise like four some people times. are doing that every week, four times <laughs> a week, maybe in a day. So, you know, <laughs> um, but again, it's about forming habits. And, and if you can form a habit of doing it four times in a month, then your next step maybe is eight times in a month. The next thing you know, you're doing it four times in a week. And it, it takes, it takes time to develop that, but you have to start somewhere. And if you start in, in an unrealistic um, portion or you start where you want to be, um, that uh, the likelihood of that habit ever performing is going to be slim to none. Um, but yeah, some specifics on ours that I think are important. Uh, we also, you know, I think it's important to realize that, uh, that becoming more like Jesus, it, everything doesn't have to be over-spiritualized in a way when you're trying to fill this out, you know, this is, this is life, you know, we're made in the image of Christ and, and there's the things that uh, matter just as simple as like one of ours, I have um, drink three glasses of water a day under our, our body section um, in a daily practice. And at the end of the day, that's me stewarding my, stewarding my body well and, um, and continuing to form again, healthy habits um, in that facet. Um, some other ones that are maybe more unique to ours, um, we do a weekly date night. Um, it's, it's a time that Abigail and I set aside um, to um, intentionally for each other. And um, I know some other couples that, that might be different, but that's something that's unique for us um, there. Um, we have um, complete a book on a quarterly basis. I'm a terrible reader, um, and, but that's really been, been neat for me to get back, get into that. Um, finished a book Q1, off to a great start, 2021. There you go, success. Um, Talk about the, the, the scripture memorization. I think that one is just awesome. Yeah. So one of ours is uh, we have memorize a verse on a monthly basis. Um, totally achievable. 12, 12 verses a year. You got 30 days to lock this thing down. Um, and uh, we was kind of, it, it was kind of, um, it wasn't a joke at the beginning, but um, when, when we were, we were editing um, earlier this year, um, our old rule of life, and we we're looking at this, this is under, our abiding section on a, a monthly basis. Um, I was had had made a comment about um, Awanas when I was a kid, and and getting oh the, what a shout out Awanas <laughs> yeah Awanas patches. You know you had the it was always a blue vest. You know <laughs> some kids some some I said kids, but some people right now are thinking back to their childhood. And either they're just like having incredible memories, or they're being haunted by. <laughs> like scary old ladies from their I'm church the other. as a kid. <laughs> I don't feel like there's a middle ground there. Um, yeah. Either nostalgia is just, is just fl flooding back or terror. One of the two. Um, it, but part of that program was a lot of scripture memorization. And I was like, you know, man, I was a kid, I was just knocking out these, these verses of memorization. I was just crushing it on a weekly basis. Just, you know, 
give me a book of the Bible. I got you. Um, but um, that just kind of led to a bigger conversation and something as a, a daily um, quiet time or scripture reading is part of our rule of life as well. But this is just a way that we can, again, um, dive deeper into the word and, and store that. Um, and it's actually been been really cool um, how that has those verses come back at, at random times and random conversations or in situations, yeah. the Lord uh, good. Brings, those, brings those to mind. And I think that um, has been really neat. So yeah, we're off. That's to- a forgot, you know, that's a forgotten practice. And that's actually one we might talk about down the road. And, and it is um, scripture, script, scripture <laughs> memorization to have it prepared and in your heart, in your mind, let it, allowing you to meditate on it. Um, is even when Jesus is tempted, Matthew four, he has scripture on his heart and mind and he just throws it at the enemy as a weapon. So I love that, that practice. Um, as we kind of wrap up our time, um, talk a little bit about just the impact that rule of life has had. Obviously it's a, you know, a year old practice for you guys. You guys are still early into this. Our whole community is to a degree. Um, how has it formed you in terms of the space? Obviously these are, this is just a tool, but how has the rule of life enhanced your formation to Jesus? I think it's, um, I think it's been neat just the, um, how, how I can see, um, my relationship with Christ growing in a manner of, of just, just, um, how often that is something I'm continuing to work towards or thinking about or dwelling on, um, you know, whether it be my time in the word or prayer or, um, in a relationship Jesus is more centered, eccentric in all of those areas of life than they would than than he was prior to um, beginning these these formative habits. And I think that's that's neat because um, I'm constantly just reminded whether I'm at work because some of our um, rule of life is related to work. I'm thinking about how am I forming my relationship with Christ at work? How am I forming my relationship with Christ at home? How am I doing that with my friends? How am I doing that um, in my relationships? How am I doing that in my personal life? Um, and I think that's just been really neat because I think it's easy for us to um, have separate boxes. You know, you have, you know, I think about my walk with Christ in the mornings when I'm doing my quiet time or whenever that might be, or on Sundays at church or a uh, small group or whatever, but in every other a- aspect of life, whether it be work or, you know, riding in the car or, you know, at the home, it's, it's, it's so much easier to, to separate those. And I think, um, having this holistically cover so many, pretty much all areas of, of life continues to keep him at the forefront and the center. Um, and I think that's been really neat and really beneficial in, in my formation, um, and our collective marriage formation and walk towards, towards Christ. Yeah. I love the comment about being holistic because so, so many of Christians, followers of Jesus, compartmentalize their quote unquote spirituality. And we say things like, you know, how is your spiritual life? As though it's this separate part of your holistic life as a human. Um, but it really is holistic. You know, the call to love God with our heart, soul, mind, and strength is a holistic call to the human. And so rule of life engages the holistic 
being. You talked about the body, soul, the mind, the heart. Again, these practices orient orienting us towards the person of Jesus and his kingdom. I, I'm going to close with this quote from Ruth Haley Barton, who has a lot of really good content around rule of life and practices and spiritual disciplines and the inward life. And she says, our rhythm of spiritual practices also needs to be ruthlessly realistic in view of our stage of life. If we do not take into account a realistic assessment of our stage of life, we are doomed to fail. And I really think that that's helpful for all of you listening, for us even to be able to just assess realistically, where are we and what's our next step? We're not looking 10 steps down the road. We're looking right in front of us. And maybe for you, it is starting by getting up 30 minutes earlier in the morning and sitting in silence for a period of time. Or maybe it's not looking at your phone until it's 9 a.m. Or maybe it's cutting off the TV at a certain time at night. Or maybe it is going out for a walk three times uh, a week. Or um, maybe it is memorizing one verse monthly and just starting somewhere um, because it is a journey. It is a process. And we are formed and shaped along the way. And as we develop these habits, um, they shape us sometimes subconsciously. Um, so, Daniel, thanks again, my friend, for hanging out with us on today's episode. Guys, I hope that you were able to take away some practical advice from someone who's engaging in rule of life and seeking to be formed in the way of Jesus um, amidst this chaotic, turbulent world that we live in. Um, and so we appreciate you. We love you. And we say grace and peace to you.